Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening into the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles. We are at the Lucky Duck. Miles, who do we got today? Today's guest needs no introduction. (laughs) She comes from the deep, dark underground bunkers of South Dakota. For a long part of her life, she was Florida woman. Eventually getting the fuck out and moving to the great state of Colorado. Her last name reminds me of the brand of Miracle Berry called M. Berry. She's a Khaleesi, breaker of change, chains, a proponent of women's rights, change and chains. It brings me pleasure to introduce Miss Hannah M. Berry. Oh my God. I love that. Wow. Good job, my life. Thank you. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank Hannah, you. what are we drinking? today so we are having a variety pack of local craft beers from odell brewing company um we've got like a sour i have a grapefruit white ale same wow um and then there's like two ipas that i'm sure we'll get to a little bit later what else what else is in the pack that's it it sounds like we need to be sour. like at least get some money from Odell for this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, this is not sponsored, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? We're not good. No, we're not good. Enough. One day. We have about one listener. It's probably just Miles listening back to this. It is me. Yeah. I keep refreshing the page and I just like it restarts the audio. So it works. I love it. Exactly. So, uh, Hannah. <laughs> Why don't you tell the lovely people of the internet what you do? What I do? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you up to these days? Do you want to hear my life story? Wait, did I mention that (laughs) Hannah has a cat? What's his name? His name is Leo DiCaprio. Um, Yeah, he's very beautiful to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. Maybe we should uh, start with like how we know Hannah. Yeah. It's oh, pretty yeah. long history. How do we know you? We have known each other for a long time When now. did we meet you? I think like eight years ago. It was 2012. Is that eight years ago? Mm, <laughs> maybe. That sounds That sounds correct. Yeah, this year has been about eight years. Yes. So. We have long history. Um, we met at Florida State University. Mm. It was Ooh. like literally my first day at college and... My boyfriend at the time already knew you guys, um, and so he took me over to Chase's little apartment in the preserve. The OG uh-huh. Lucky Duck. Ooh. Yeah, and I met like everyone in the group day one of college, yeah. so we go way back. My favorite, my, one of my favorite parts of meeting <laughs> Hannah and like the first couple nights of uh, getting to know her is like, <clears throat> I remembered you Janie and like somebody else I can't remember they were like let's do shots (laughs) you're gonna go right into that story oh yeah (laughs) and Hannah just started crying (laughs) it's because I was like a good goody two shoes in high school and I never drank in high school and I had never taken a shot before and then like you met Chase (laughs) yeah like day two Janie was there and was like oh yeah take a shot and she's being super nice about it and I just like freaked out because I was so embarrassed to have never had taken one before. Um, so yeah, we got off to a good foot, got off on, yeah, makes for a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes to show that things don't ever change, mostly just me trying to get you to do shots and me crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did have a couple of shots before this, and she did cry a little bit, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. True. <laughs> it did Just happen. a little bit. Uh-huh. So then after, after we met, we were friends, pretty good friends. Uh-huh. Uh, you lived with my wife. Uh-huh. And, uh, my wife? Which, who wasn't my wife at the time. But uh, you lived with her, mm-hmm. and uh, from that point on, we grew f- friends yeah. uh, more and more, and we eventually split apart, all of us, uh, when we all left for college. Uh-huh. And what did you do? You stayed in Tallahassee and did what? Right after college? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I stayed in Tallahassee for like exactly one year. Um, I got a job working for Florida State um, in their, like, main human resources department. And, yeah, did that for a year. I actually, like, hated it. (laughs) It was, like, a completely, like, a data entry job. And so it was just super repetitive, and it sucked. And I just went through a breakup with Cole, who I'm sure will be on the podcast one day. (laughs) And, um Yeah, we were together for like seven years and he was in grad school, like in the same building that I was working in. So it was so awkward. Yeah, Yeah, I would see him like just we'd cross paths, like working in the same building. And I didn't really have a plan to like stay in Tallahassee after college anyways. I just like pretty much got that job because he got into grad school there. And so I was like, okay, we'll stay here for like two years or however long he has to do that. Um, but we broke up like pretty soon after I got the job. So I was like, all right, got to push through one year here. So I'm not like just circling through a job really quickly. Um, and then, yeah, I just like sold everything that I had. I, um, actually got a job at open table in Denver. Um, that's pretty big company. Yeah. And I swear it was like a miracle that I got that job. Like, I still don't know how that happened. (laughs) Because I was still living in Florida and everything. Um, That's crazy. Did you just apply online? Yeah, I was applying to like 10 jobs a night. I just wanted to like get out of Tallahassee. Um, Because you're awesome. Oh, thanks, Miles. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I actually had a trip planned with Erica, who is your first podcast guest. Yeah, Um, and Erica, you know her from, she's from Ocala. Yeah, from middle school. We've known each other since middle school. (laughs) The first (laughs) lucky duck guest, Erica. Uh Small world. Yeah, we go way back. Um, It's going to be a lot of these small worlds. Yeah, Uh it's going to be mostly people from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all the episodes will be connected. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so her and I like had a trip planned to Denver just for fun. And it ended up working out that I had like had a phone interview with Open Table. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Denver in like a week if you want to meet me in person. Um, so that worked out and yeah, they offered me the job and was like, can you be here in like two weeks? So sold all my stuff and just packed like whatever would fit into my car and drove out here like over three days and then landed at Chase's house. (laughs) I can't imagine open tables doing well right now. I know. That's probably a good, so you're not open table anymore. Nope. I started a new job during this quarantine period at a really awesome company called. It's another like big tech company here in Denver. Um, What do they do? So they're like a software communications type of company. Um, The example I always use to describe it is like um, when Uber sends you the text message that says your car is here, they're using Twilio software to like code that message to be sent to the 
uh, user. So they have like texting software, um, voice software, like video software, all this kind of stuff. Um, In fact, I've used software. Yeah. 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 In fact, my company actually integrates. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're... Our goal is to like make life easier for developers to it code. Makes life easier. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. So that's been uh, a whole thing. Starting a new job in quarantine. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's I haven't met like any of my coworkers in person or anything. Right. Because you've just been working from home. <laughs> I know. This entire time. Yeah. And we're <laughs> like scheduled to be working from home for like a full year. They said you can work from home through at least like August of next year. So. Hopefully, like, the people in Denver and I can come together, like, at a park or something to meet before <laughs> a year from now, but yeah. we'll see. So, they, they're op- where are their offices located? Um, they're a super global company, too. I actually, like, pulled a report today, and we have almost 4,000 employees, which is pretty big for a tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a headquarters in San Francisco, of course. And then a big office right downtown in Denver. Um, gotcha. I have like a coworker in in Estonia. Um, we've got like an office in Bengaluru, India. Is, is this their second largest office here in Denver? I think it is. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you know of any employees working at the office right now? Uh uh-uh, uh, they're completely shut down. Really? Yeah, nobody's like even allowed to go in. That's crazy. Imagine all the office buildings just I know totally vacant. Yeah. I heard Pinterest to buy out the lease in their San Francisco office. Uh huh. They were saying that it was they were going to pay out like eighty to ninety million dollars. Oh to my get gosh. Out of that lease. Oh and my I, gosh. I'm, I'm assuming is a multi year lease because there's yeah. no way you're yeah. paying that much for. I mean, San Francisco real estate's just outrageous oh so i yeah. can imagine yeah those right numbers are pretty accurate but i can imagine being a um a commercial real estate mm-hmm. uh, mogul is uh, going to be pretty <laughs> tough in the coming years yeah. as more and more businesses try to figure out and realize that um working from home can be doable uh-huh um yeah, yeah i and i think you and i have have had several conversations um before about like how we what we think yeah, yeah. about working from home uh-huh. my stance has always been and we have somebody over here that works from home a hundred percent even yeah. before yeah. the quarantine but yeah. i don't know i just think i think that you're not as productive and i'm not saying anybody here is not as productive no. but like i think there's a bit of synergy that happens in the office yeah. um that isn't replicated at home yeah, um, I think it's a fact that you're not as productive at home, but yeah. I think like it's really nice that like Twilio, for example, um, it's like cares about their employees, just like mental health and stuff enough to let them work from home um, during this time. And like they said, they might open the offices before August of next year, but like employees have the choice to work from home until then. So yeah, I think I, it's nice to have the choice. I think that, yeah, that's a good decision. I think that like, so I think I've been working from home for like four years now ish, mm-hmm. something like that. And I definitely wish I had a place I could go to uh-huh. if I wanted to maybe once or twice a week or whatever. Yeah. And I, so I think that I'm a like very productive working at home and I don't know if I I in 
so like in my current position would be more productive in the office because a lot of my work is independent but to give you an example uh, my my team just started or a couple months ago started working on some, on a big project mm-hmm. and we actually factored into our estimates of how long it would take yeah um the fact that we are remote and that yeah. we can't just get into a room and chat about something and that uh-huh. we're across the world from each other and that's interesting so it definitely yeah, interesting. so they at they gave you more time due to that they fact? didn't give us more time but we told them it would take more time yeah yeah, yeah i, I mean, would be like sad yeah. for sure if Twilio or whatever company I was working for like announced that they were going to close all of the offices mm-hmm. um said that like during this time they're they've been like renovating the office downtown and stuff so they mm-hmm. have no intention of closing them and I would definitely be sad if they did because I love like going into an office and being able to be around other people because I live alone um yeah. so yeah yeah it, it gets lonely <laughs> especially if you live somewhere mm-hmm like if you especially if you just move somewhere if you started a new job uh-huh. you just move somewhere and it's just you or you and your spouse or whatever yeah. you don't have a lot of friends it can be incredibly lonely i've done it i've moved yeah. places where i didn't know anyone um or i, I just knew my wife and it, it's really really actually really difficult to meet other people yeah working in an office and and having the like a lot of companies do events and things like mm-hmm. that that you can do to to get to know people better and make friends and and whatnot yeah like all of my friends outside of this duck group are from open table because i haven't had the chance to make any friends like in person yet yeah yeah i i I found it amusing when people were trying to convince when i brought the the whole like you're not as productive Mm -hmm. i i had a lot of people be like Mm, no, I'm just as productive no. as I am. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. Like they had to like, no, I am. Uh-huh. And then I'd hear like people be like, yeah, I turn on Call of Duty like <laughs> when I'm not in meetings. I'm like, you're full of shit. You're not productive. Yeah. Like, or maybe company time. maybe people just like don't work at work either. I well, guess that's yeah, a that was like one of my arguments yeah. to Chase one time, like saying that even if I was in the office, like I would spend a decent amount of time just like chatting with my coworkers or like. Yeah. But you can also argue that that is, that provides some quality relationship uh-huh. synergy between yeah. coworkers. And Definitely. so the, even though the company, so if the company is paying you to sit at home and do nothing or uh-huh. play video games <laughs> or whatever you're doing versus talking to your coworkers. Yeah. At I least think, you're building a relationship. Yeah. My with company them. spends yeah. millions of dollars getting employees together yeah. because we all work remotely. So that yeah, we yeah. can have that, Same. you know? Yeah. The example I give is like New York city, like a lot. It's, it's very well known that, um, if you work in New York, New, New York city, that, um, you're kind of, there's a workaholic, almost yeah. a heavy work ethic um, culture that's uh, developed there. And it's heavily due to the fact that this, the population is so dense yeah, and everybody's kind of piled up on each other and you're constantly like comparing yourself to everybody else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so there's a bit of competition and synergy that happens in, in the office environment when um, you're in like such a big city like that. Yeah. Um, Not so- to mention you have all of those other people in the city who look like they're doing business uh-huh. or whatever and it kind of motivates you like exceeding. i should be like that yeah. Yeah. yeah you see the guy rolling down the street with his briefcase and his tie <laughs> and, and his or maybe he gets out of his uh ferrari and you're yeah. like i want to be that guy uh-huh. yeah. you know i bet Wait, there's a lot don't. of 
lot of people in Silicon Valley who have that mindset, yeah. like, oh my God, I could be that. Yeah. You know, I heard, I heard about, uh, um, spe- specifically to Silicon Valley from a couple of people who had Teslas and were doing, or no, it wasn't Teslas. It was, um, buses. So Google uh-huh. will bus oh, their yeah, people yeah. in uh-huh. and they provide it free of charge to all their employees and their expectation is, and they have Wi-Fi on the bus. Ooh. So when you step foot on the <laughs> bus, you you're working. like you're stepping foot into the office. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. So you're kind of almost expected to like That's log crazy. on and do work, start start your, your yeah. day. Wow. And yeah. a lot of, you know, one of the benefits to working at home um, that people have been seeing since COVID mm-hmm. is you don't have that commute time. Yeah. So you have, um, you're either working earlier and getting off later or you're you know allowing yourself some time to acclimate in the morning Uh like get up have yourself a coffee maybe turn on the news or that's one thing i really like yeah that's one thing i really like about working from home is like my manager is super chill which is awesome and he's literally said like i don't give a shit if like when you work as long as you get your work done and i've kind of found like I like putting in an hour or two on the weekends or like after hours and then like not being so like back to back all day during normal work hours. Um, I like the like flexibility that I have yeah. now. I I have gone back and forth on that a lot. Mm-hmm. So especially in my old job, I used to get paid to work overtime. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and so I would work it just to make more money. Yeah. Uh, I was living by myself for part of the time. And then when I started working from home, it kind of like became hard to separate like my free time and working. And even now it kind of still is. And so I got, I think I got to a point where I kind of dread like giving up any time on my Saturday or Sunday, whatever uh, to work. And so for me, almost exclusively, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll sit down at, I'm usually starting 6.30, 7 a.m. Uh-huh. And then I get done 3, 4, or 5 yeah. o'clock, whatever. And I just, and then, I, and then I'm done. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do anything yeah. uh, after that. Uh, I think that's probably just because I work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I worked in an office, I might uh, have more liberties around that. But yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I, well, I yeah, like that's it. the beauty of it. Like, yeah. you can do that and I can work on the weekend if right. I want to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think there's a there's a weird thing that happens when when you're having meetings um, in person versus Zoom. Like, mm-hmm. there's a bit of humility that's removed. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's true because no yeah. one sees you. No yeah. one sees what you're doing. Um, All the mannerisms yeah. and nuance of conversation yeah. starts to fade away uh-huh. via Zoom call. Especially like a lot of- if the company doesn't care if you like turn your camera off or something right yeah, yeah. Like, i never <laughs> do vid- like video calls really yeah i in fact on my mac so we use we actually use zoom we've used yeah. it for a long time and i have it set where it can't use my <laughs> yeah. video and i actually have a cover on the camera as well um but i uh i think so i actually have like regular meetings every week where yeah. i'll have coworkers who just sit on mute the entire time yeah and there's it's like re- why are you even here yeah there's really no like responsibility of like you uh-huh. should be talking because they're not in the room looking yeah. at you you don't have no idea what they're doing and i guarantee they're probably just working on something yeah yeah i'm convinced that this this cover is not not for what you say it is i think you're 
either masturbating, <laughs> in front of your computer. Okay. I think that Miles uh, has a good view in his office of the pool area, <laughs> and his desk is right in front of the window. So you're not wrong about that, except for the fact that during the day the sun is just blaring into my eyes, so I don't actually oh. see anything out there. Uh-huh. All right. Oh man! Yeah. To be continued. Plus, I'm not a pervert, so hmm. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You set up that camera in my house, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I uh, yeah I'm <laughs> yeah that's, that's a possibility. Yeah. So, um, I actually, I was wondering when you worked for Open Table, uh-huh. what did you like about the company? Definitely, like, number one, the culture and the people. It's like a tie between the culture and the people, which I think the people make the culture. So it's yeah. like hand in hand. Um, but yeah, just, uh, I just love like working for the tech industry. I think it's so relaxed and I love that. It like, makes a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. that too. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if Open Table was very profitable. No, no, no. I mean, it makes the employees a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. And what, the shareholders. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. If it actually makes money. Uh, yeah. You know. I love like. Yeah, they would throw like really fun events and stuff, all kinds of team building stuff. Like I got to travel a lot. Um, like you said, to like just go and spend time with my other coworkers because I was actually the only like people operations person in Denver. So my boss lived in San Francisco. Did you call it people operations? We called it people so operations. So you called your HR people. Yeah, people it was department. like the people and culture okay. team. My yeah. company does that too. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think that's common. the more hip way. Yeah, it is. For sure. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's really it's a weird. rebranding. It's very sneaky marketing uh-huh. thing. Yeah, so uh, my company did that and every, not everyone, I should say. Most people hated it. Really? Yeah, and our- um, Most people don't like change. Well, it, yeah, exactly. I, I, think, I think part of the problem is, is we all know HR- is there to support the people, but uh-huh. first and foremost, it's to make sure the company doesn't get sued. Yeah, right? that's your entire job is to make sure it does not yeah, get sued yeah. by, by the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, so then <laughs> everyone thinks cynically, like it's just the company's out to get me or the company. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it, yeah. At Open Table, we were the yeah. people and culture team, so our goal was like to make a good culture um, yeah. for the company, which I think is really awesome that they would prioritize that enough to name the whole and team. You guys had it. all kinds of great, like not, I'll, I'll call them like benefits, but like you had like breakfast bars. And yeah. Mimosas. We have like a pool table in the kitchen yeah, and all, these really all of that cool classic things. tech stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what about, um, uh, I know you talked before about how, like, I think the, the leadership team was like, was it all women or the CEO was a woman or something? The CEO was a woman at Open Table when it I started. Was? She was for the first, like, well, she was for like a while, but while I was there, the first like two years. And then um, Open Table is under the Booking Holdings mm-hmm. brand of companies. So, um, which was? So, like, Priceline, Agoda, um, mm-hmm. Kayak. kayak and open booking. table com. i love kayak. of course booking.com yeah, <laughs> yeah booking. so yeah. kayak and open table partnered up and merged leadership and everything so then the kayak ceo became our ceo yeah gotcha yeah okay. but for a while it was it was kind of like known as a company that like supports women's yeah rights yeah and definitely and still is even though the it is yeah yeah even though the ceo is a man nice <laughs> well what? actually um open table just like announced that they have a new CEO. So it was 
the woman and then the man from kayak and then they it's a woman again now um who was like the coo at kayak she's now the ceo of open table too so that's Mm. awesome yeah how are they still in business is what i want to know they've got all kinds like they're being very innovative for sure open tables like um been using their software now for people to like book a time slot to go to a grocery store and they're Mm -hmm. like definitely innovating a lot (laughs) interesting Uh uh-huh so other innovations have been the name of the game yeah since covid you know yeah to get into the national rocky mountain national park yeah you need a reservation reservation for everything (laughs) (laughs) not yet but maybe one day i don't think the government will pay for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, speaking of which they closed they closed um red rocks really yeah yeah starting in october i think yeah, they're close. So, cool. does that mean they're closing like the trails around Red Rocks? You can't and all even the go to like lots? work out or anything there. I don't know about that. I think it might just be any like any events going on. Mm. So, like oh. the yoga stuff, I doubt they'll have that. Well, yeah, yeah, they're closing yeah. that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just baffled they might. that they would close that because that's one of the top things to do in Denver is yeah. to go visit. Like, and you, when you do that, just you don't to, like, do take anything. A picture of you it. like yeah. you go see the venue. <laughs> which is open to the public. You can, you know, run um, the stairs and get do an exercise. Like, you yeah. don't have to sign up or, or pay for any of that. Yeah. It's all free. Even just to park there, it's free. Um, and you can do all the, the all the hiking trails around it. It would be ashamed if, like, if they're going to close that, why aren't you closing, the like, uh, the state parks and stuff? Like, it doesn't yeah, make sense. So it, it, must, it must just be the events. Is it, it's a private company, right? No. It's owned so, by the city of Denver, I think. Oh, for okay. sure. Well, at least it's funded Entree. by because they're 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 like they're fur- furloughing the staff, which oh, is why yeah. they have to close it. Oh, I didn't and then know they that. had to f- they're furloughing like the Denver um, Denver Performing Arts Center. Oh no so, way! Like, yeah, I love them. yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you can't have it's going to be tough to do. No, plays, yeah, I think like, Broadway. Yeah, is there and stuff. Denver was, or I think Colorado is one of the more hurt states. I don't know why. I just I had seen a graph uh, oh, yeah. maybe a month ago or whatever uh, where they saw their government, um, uh, I guess their ability f- to spend uh, mm-hmm. has gone down a lot. Oh, Interesting. Um, I, wonder, so, I wonder why that is. I heard that the um, all the protesting caused um, oh, yeah. one, just, just on the Capitol building alone. Like one to oh, two yeah. million dollars worth of damage. Like the vandalism, yeah. yeah. Damages? Oh wow. Yeah, damage. So they had to. They like, had like windows busted and everything. Tons of stuff. In yeah. The, in the Capitol yeah. building. It's such a shame. Yeah, they oh, had to board up like all. I'm these just glad that it hasn't gotten to the way it is like in Portland or Seattle that like here. Yeah. Like riots and stuff like that. Just generally speaking, historically speaking, mm-hmm. can set your your local economy back for decades. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it can also introduce tons of poverty like um uh the rodney king riots Mm -hmm. and stuff as as historical as that is yeah they that set them back decades they couldn't recover from that um that's what i heard (laughs) back check me on that what news network was that yeah it was the miles news network mnn 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 i started that a couple months ago (laughs) Mm. a lot of of, uh fake russian sponsored news on there so yeah. yes. I heard um, AKA, mm. I heard like 
uh, what the United States used to do, and I'm sure they still do it, is they like set up news outlets or like newspapers or magazines in other countries, and then they'll have like American news outlets re- um, reference. Like so, like in Uganda or whatever, they'll uh-huh. set up like the Uganda Times, oh. and then the New York Times can reference the Uganda Times is saying this, but it's really just the United States <laughs> oh, sending propaganda. <laughs> like, I've never heard of that. Yeah, there I was um, there was a guy. Um, oh, the the father of podcasting, um, Adam Curry. Oh. His parents used to do that. So I just listened to a podcast oh, yeah. where, where he talked a bit about that, and he found out because um, he always he's has a long history of talking about how his parents are patriots and they always worked for the um, Amer- uh, the American government. And um, he's he like later in life found out that they were like sowing doubt or sowing misinformation uh-huh. to the benefit like Go national ahead. national interests for nice. America. Yeah. Nice. So we're no different than any other. No, no. no. When, no. When, when, when they talk about Russia interfering with the elections, like, we're doing the fucking same thing. Oh yeah, thing. of course. Oh <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. But it just sucks cuz you know it's happening happening to us and we don't want that and democracy is important, of yeah. course. Right. I just but. registered to vote in Colorado. Hell yeah. 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 Have you registered to vote before? I was registered in Florida. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. So, just like my plates are still in Florida and my ID is still Florida. Yeah, because how many years ago did you move here? 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it makes yeah. sense. Okay, that, yeah. So don't tell the government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can just register to vote here without a Colorado ID or anything. Yeah, so did you just mail in the forms? Because I need to do that too. No, it was so easy. Um, You go to like govotecolorado.com and... Which is like a Russia site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's okay. just they this PDF form. Just kidding, guys. It's just a little PDF that you fill out and then you have to sign it. But I like mm-hmm. signed it on my Mac with yeah. the Mac Electronic editor Electronic signature. Yeah. yeah, and then you just mm-hmm. email it to like the whatever really? county can um, you send clerk. that to me <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you and it took her one day to process it and now wow. it says i'm active yeah okay. i need to do that so they'll send you a mail-in ballot yep mm-hmm. yeah okay. they will are People. there going to be in person yes. polling i uh, actually i, I don't I'm know sure yeah i don't know a lot of people are talking about like like I'm, I'm afraid that this whole mail-in voting thing is going. Like a lot of the news outlets and uh, and the parties are going to blame the election results on yeah, yeah. The, the mail-in. Color and, and a lot of people so are like, dumb. it's stupid. Like people from Texas, I was hearing, um, are getting a lot of critic or ge- delivering criticism on the mail-in voting, and Colorado has been doing. I voted in the last president. Yeah presidential election by mail i, vote, I used to it. vote in florida Zero by reported mail fraud yeah I, I don't understand i mean right yes it's, obviously there there can be there can be fraudulent there's a lot of things that can happen in in voting in yeah. person voting yeah. that can right. happen in, in the same kind of not in the same way but in the same sense like uh, fraud yeah um i, I just yeah it's I, tough i mean i kind of understand the argument because it's a lot more people doing it like that and yeah i mean if before. you've ever gone to a an actual voting station i mean I've they'll check your id they'll yeah. make sure that you sign your signature the same oh, way really? that's on your id which is kind of crazy especially yeah i don't you, do that when you were uh like uh you know 15 or 16 when you got your id <laughs> and then you're like 20 something uh-huh. years old and you're like i i, don't, I, I was a kid um <laughs> you just need to get your new id uh-huh. no i know but but my point is that uh, I understand people's concerns, but at the same time, I mean, it like you are you, like you're a yeah. person, you have a social security, you have an ID, and you're one vote. 
I, yeah. So I don't, I mean, I guess somebody could uh, pretend to be you, steal your mm-hmm. identity, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still one vote. Yeah. It's understandable why the Democrats are totally okay with it and the Republicans are throwing their hands up. <laughs> it's simply because younger people don't go out and vote. Right. right. Yeah. Statistically speaking, but younger now people we can all just don't vote turn by out. Mail. So yeah. if you give Americans an easier, more convenient yeah, way now to vote. Scared. Now, a larger population of people will actually turn out to vote. Yeah, so register. To be honest, (laughs) it kind of makes sense because is there anything that you can't do online now? I mean, a a couple of things. Like every so often you have to go to the DMV. That's the only thing I can think of. (laughs) But most other things you can do Do online. online. You You can apply for a credit card. You, you bank, bank online. Everything. You're, you you can have move. to go to the DMV in person or go to the doctor. Yeah. You can, but you can th- do telehealth. True. Now, so exactly, you don't even have <laughs> yeah. to be you. You can oh. wear a mask. Yeah. You can move thousands of dollars across the interweb. Yeah. Online, like yeah. that's fairly secure. Yeah. You know? Why can't we make voting the same way? I mean. Obviously, the digital age provides um, avenues to be hacked and mm-hmm. there's compromises and stuff. Um, yes, yeah, we've been the for sure way is to show up and have your ID checked uh-huh. and your, I guess, your signature checked whatever, <laughs> against your ID signature. Yes, that's a very for sure way. Uh-huh. Um, but we can't be living in the dark ages. We have to, we have to innovate if we're going to face pandemics in the future or I know. uncertainties. We yeah. have to have solid backup plans to rely on to keep our government running mm-hmm. yeah. efficiently and in in a fair way. Yeah. It, it's really a shame. I mean, if you like so you don't even have a choice that your entire digital identity exists like with your credit report, mm-hmm. right? Or your your credit file, like experience, etc. Yeah. They collect all that data, your social security number, everything. Uh-huh. And it you like you can't opt out of it. And so, like, you should, if that's all digital, if your entire life is digital, you yeah. should be able to, like, vote <laughs> oh, digitally. Yeah. That's oh my true. God. Okay, can I grab another beer? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can you grab me one, too? Uh-huh. Not this one. Okay. Okay. Not the sour. This so the is sour a, wasn't the good. sour, okay, so this is the Sippin' Pretty by Odell Brewing Company. I'll take one, Hannah. I'll do Boom. whatever that's you're what having. That's what it looks like. Okay. For you people who are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to us, by the way. Smash the like button. Yeah. <laughs> Hit that like button. Right, smash the subscribe. What do we got here? Ooh, snap. I got a purple can, and it is the Pulp Theory. Oh, Hazy IPA. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, those ones aren't fruity, so you should be good. I mean. What did you do for me? <laughs> we've got this uh, Crushable IPA. Crushable IPA. Okay. I think it's IPA just your standard is, IPA. It is my least favorite. Oh, like, really? You want me to do No, 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 no. But I'm always down to try a new IPA. So we'll see. I love IPAs. Mm, shout good. out Shout out to my second grade teacher who said I wasn't shit. <laughs> I got a radio show now, bitch. <laughs> radio? It's famous. This is on the radio? Oh, my God. We're famous? <laughs> nah. We need to get a radio in here right now. Mm-hmm. I, I do have spell. a radio. It's right behind us. It's pretty cool. I spell. Doubles. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. So Hannah was 30 minutes late to this podcast. Your That's reoccurring true. guest 
percentage like probability is just like, went down now you just spilled oh, all over shit. this gorgeous table that yeah. i got now i spilled on the floor so it's fine so oh, basically even better your compensation package has been split in half <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna be a monthly guest please and monthly we'll see how this goes yeah. so we're only gonna have one podcast per six months no <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a pretty good lineup yeah coming. we do yeah we have i we don't have any famous people well, so if you could become famous, that's and then kind of a subjective. Recurring, I guess though, that would be right? great. It, it, like, I mean, they could be famous, kind of, right? I guess so. So, Hannah, mm. we um, we talked a bit about the hike that we did last Ooh. weekend with Mike yeah? when he was on the podcast. Um, yeah. You guys will see that. He listened yeah, to I it. I missed probably. that one. Yeah, please listen to it. I will. Oh, what's our please. Instagram? Yeah. At oh. the lucky duck. At the lucky at duck. the lucky duck. Oh, at <laughs> at. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're calling us out, it's at at the lucky duck. Yeah. And no. what's our what's our Twitter handle? <laughs> at 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 the lucky at, duck. At, 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 at the lucky duck. It's it's a three and then an at the I lucky misspelled duck. duck. Yeah. So no, I'm just kidding. At the lucky. Fuck. Do we do we <laughs> do we have a tweeter? We will. We should. It's coming. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Be patient. It'll uh it'll be on our Instagram. So we did a hike, and um, yeah. I uh, was calling Hannah a basic white bitch. <laughs> because I am a proud basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a well, there's a virus going around that's like pretty exclusive to Colorado, and has nothing to do <laughs> with no. COVID nineteen. It's the it's it's white okay. girls. <laughs> Taking topless photos on top okay. of mountains. To be clear, it's, I promise it's, you, it's from the backside. <laughs> yeah, true. So all the, the boring young, of the two, all the young ones listening seen. to this, don't go googling Colorado <laughs> yeah. topless pics. I promise you, I did not have that idea in mind at all until we got up there, and we were the only people up there, and it was so beautiful. And I was like, wow, I could That's get naked up here. Nice. That's not correct. That's not how I remember. That is there true. There's at least a dozen people up there that said, well, no, when we first got there. <laughs> yeah. When we first got there, that's when the idea came to my mind. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, like a dozen people showed up, and I was still like, what? Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like, I almost feel like Ch- like you copied Chase and I. Oh, oh my God. We did it. I gave you the idea. My, my dad actually sent me an article like he lives in Florida, he said, and it was like an article saying there's a trendy thing of girls taking no, topless photos. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's how that's how I knew about yeah, it. That's really? Actually, yeah, actually, I wanted to take that picture with Chase. Yeah, before, before? you really? even mentioned anything, we'll, yeah. po- we'll post oh. it on the Instagram. Yeah. Post mine too. Yeah. It's pretty hot. There you go. <laughs> I'll post yours too. Tag right me. after, yeah, I'll tag yeah. you. Yeah, this, I don't think I have your. Who took the photo? Oh, I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, there's not a reflection off the lake. No, <laughs> it's fine. It might get flagged on that, but Twitter it'll be okay because they allow porn and stuff. True. Um, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. They do. Instagram does not it's very true. strict about you need it. Need to get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so it's a thing, and I I actually knew about it before my dad sent me the article, and uh-huh. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Um, so guys, it's if like you a want to see some titties, thing. come out to Colorado. We got plenty of them. <laughs> I heard exactly. that every five minutes, fifty women show their tits it's to the like, hello, to the entire Colorado it's strong women. First off, it's got to be more than that, more than fifty for sure. But you think yeah. 50%? every five minutes, fifty Definitely. girls show their tits? Oh, on, in there Colorado? are a lot of mountains and a lot yeah, of trails, a lot of girls, and a lot of people like Hannah. <laughs> We're gonna see an uptick in real estate and um, tourism. 
generally after this podcast because I think we're just announcing it to the world. Nobody really knows yet. Exactly. Girls are just taking their shirts off for no reason. Well, for empowerment. Because men can get naked whenever they want. Exactly. And I'm a woman and I love to be naked. So I can take my shirt off in the middle of nowhere too. This all stems from (laughs) the free the nipple hashtag, right? I support that. People started doing that. Women started doing that. Probably some men too. I mean, I've done it for sure. Um, <laughs> we have. Like, I don't know, God. seven years ago or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's been a long time. Right in the nipple. Yeah. And then we just started hearing about this. This Colorado trend's a little new, mm-hmm. but like, di- I mean, let's be honest. Did it actually make you feel any different that you took that picture? Kind of. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm naked and everyone can see. <laughs> yeah. Because no bucks given. Ha- uh-huh. Have you, like, in your life, have you having to, like, go to the beach or the pool wearing a bathing suit? Have you felt, like, trapped inside your clothing? Not necessarily, but, like, I can see how some, like, women would make that argument, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm for it. <laughs> No, I'm for it 100% too. I, I I think it would be interesting to get like, so like get Hannah's viewpoint on how, like, did it actually, like, did you feel empowered when yeah, you did that? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because it's so like, I don't know, liberating. frowned upon usually. Uh, like yeah. you're not, like it's obviously not a societal norm to be a woman and but have your shirt off. You right. obviously have never been to Boulder. <laughs> yeah, so you should start growing yeah, your armpit. I definitely now. felt empowered for sure. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an important thing. Yeah, I think I, think I call so. it. So I felt bad because I called Hannah yeah. a basic white bitch, white girl. Sorry. Thanks. I use bitch. <laughs> I use I use bitch in the most loving way. I know. Yes. Like, at, hey, bitch. At the same time, yeah, I'm an empowered that? basic bitch. At the yeah. same time, we have to we have to do the what is it like for the bros? Basic bro. Miles, can you? Can yeah, you pull you're up, a basic bro. Can you pull up basic white bitch on Urban Dictionary and see what it says? Yeah, for Hannah sure. Hannah and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Because um, uh, I. F- feel like it may fall under the category it may say what? something about colorado and mountains and topless <laughs> yeah. pictures well there's this cool we'll um like hiking group called the boulder hiker chicks that are on instagram and nice. um that's where i first saw like them taking the topless oh photos. of course see boulder nice. hiker chicks. Yeah. So, yeah so i think we're gonna do a quiz here quiz oh, time okay this okay. is a special part of the podcast okay. where we quiz our guests <laughs> quiz time quiz time you need a jingle <laughs> so uh we're gonna ask you one question at a time okay. and you're just gonna say yes or no okay okay do you love uggs no okay do you love starbucks no Ooh. only medium wow. amount what? i Whoa. like it not love it okay she likes it <laughs> she likes it yeah, yeah. do Ding. you like leggings yes do Ding. you love leggings yeah do you love white iPhones? No. What? I'm all black. What are white iPhones? That's a thing? Black on black on that black. That used to be. I think in the special, no, in the um, like in the, the iPhone XLR 6 era. Version, <laughs> yeah. The cheap version. Mm-hmm. Way back when Urban Dictionary was actually useful. Yeah, exactly. I think this hasn't been updated in a while. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, how, do you, what do you like blackberries? <laughs> the fruit? <laughs> uh, do you love selfies? 
Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah. Why did I you even think you. about that? Yeah. yeah. Instagram. That I took a selfie right before this. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I think you've been taking selfies. I think you get pet more pale if you don't take selfies. Like a, it's true. Like, like a vampire. A, no, no, like a witch that has like it, like the selfie um, gives you like life. Yeah. Like every time you take a selfie, I need to feed off of it. <laughs> the flash provides some tan. Um, what about heart emojis? No. Wow. Okay. Mm, I'm surprising. That. Forever 21. No. Come on. You You've never been the Forever 21. If it said Urban Outfitters, I would say. Do yes. you love Urban Outfitters? Yeah. Tank that's tops? probably basic. Yeah. That's on Do you that love list too. flipping your thin hair? Yeah. Nice. She did it. So she did it I think, before the podcast, too. Oh, wait. This is the one, like, uh, new edition uh-huh. is um, Do you love taking topless pics on mountains? Yeah. Ding 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 ding. There we go. Okay, so I, I don't feel as bad now. So you're seventy five percent basic white bitch, but we still love you. Yeah. Hey, I accept. You're that. the best. It's like a medium amount. Of exactly. Basic. But I mean, it's an acceptable amount. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it offensive for someone to say that? No. No. Good. That's okay. I think she was just trying to give you basic shit. White boys. Whoa, 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 whoa. You want to watch your football? And- yeah. That's sit fair. on the couch. <laughs> I sit on the couch. <laughs> Point two times every three days. Yeah, I sit on the couch. I eventually. only stand on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, let's get back to where it all began. Yeah. Why did you move specifically to Colorado? Well, I like you said in my beautiful intro. Mm-hmm. I was born in South Dakota, and mm-hmm. I lived there until I was like 12 and um like while my parents and I lived there I'm an only child so it's always just been my parents and I um like Denver is really like the next biggest city from Rapid City South Dakota where we're from um so we spent a lot of time traveling to Denver if we wanted to like see a big city um so I'd been here a lot and like my childhood best friend actually lives here too um who i like went to elementary school with and stuff Um, why have we never met this person i know unfortunately i don't really talk to her that much anymore um but she does still live here um but i also have like a cousin like a couple family members that live in elizabeth which is like a little bit farther south from parker Colorado and then I had Chase and Janie here so I was like all right we got four people in Denver that I know well I think I picked you up from this person's place and we went camping um you picked me up from my childhood friend's yeah. place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking about uh-huh. yeah yeah I remember that was like the day you- I moved here it was yeah <laughs> yes and I think I had Dom with me yeah, yeah. yeah my cousin Dominic who is awesome uh-huh um yeah he uh i i can't believe i remember that yeah is that like the only time you've seen this person yeah i saw her like (laughs) twice right when i first moved here yeah but i tell her to listen to the podcast i will yeah Yeah. shout out to tori (laughs) tori yeah her name's tori yeah um but yeah so i knew like a handful of people here and i went on a really fun uh 
um, camper van trip with Miles and his wife, Sarah. And we Woo-woo. went to San Francisco. Wait. And that was the first time I'd ever been to San Francisco. Wait, and that I, was after you moved here? No, that was before. Before, Backing okay. up a little. Right, right. Um, and I loved San Francisco. And I was like, I want to live here. But San Francisco is like ungodly expensive. Um, so I actually found Open Table by just searching for companies that had like offices in both San Francisco and Denver. Because I was like, maybe I could live in Denver and they could like fly me to San Francisco a lot. And it freaking worked out. I swear I like manifested that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that's kind of how I landed on Denver. Nice. So let's get to your dating life a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You've been uh, you've been <laughs> eternally single since eternally. you moved here, uh, which is fine because uh-huh. apparently they're um, for all you guys interested in meeting some ladies. Anybody want to go on a date with me? Not, not only that, but Denver, I read, Men-ver. has a higher population of women. Really. Then there is men. Oh, I think that might have changed since we I really? first moved here. Then because I know it, it used to have the nickname Menver. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, never heard of uh, that. Well, then I think I need to uh, catch up on the times. I heard the you quite the opposite. Right. So yeah. on a scale to one cat to crazy cat lady, how is your dating life going? <laughs> like a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're almost... How you're, many cats do you have? Just one. You're just knocking on the door man. for like yeah. two now. I, I would yeah. totally get another one if but I fell in love. two isn't but. crazy. Yeah, see, it's, no, it's fine. He's not crazy. I have two, but I also have a partner. <laughs> so I think you need to I get know. past that before you I get know. another cat. Dating sucks. Because I hate you get dating. One, you get another cat and you're still single and then you're like, mm, I want another what's a third one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because you're lonely oh, and yeah. you just want another companion. I know. I get it. So what have you been doing yeah. to um to get yourself out there? Dating apps and, and whatnot? Yeah, I've, I'm on the apps. What I'm, are the apps? Huh? What are the apps? Um, I'm on Hinge and Bumble. Hinge is... Not Tinder? No, Tinder's like pure hookup land from what I've heard. Nice. And I'm not really into that. Okay. I don't really like... It's kind of hard for me to like be attracted to someone. I feel like I need an emotional connection to like want to even have sex with somebody. Um, wow, shocking. <laughs> well, some people like yeah. fuck anybody. Yeah, of right. course, yeah. Um, right. So... <laughs> Yeah. Not me. <laughs> no. Um yeah, so Do you no. want to plug in your like your no. hinge uh your Find hinge me name? A, well I don't <laughs> think you, that's how it works. Okay, James. I don't know. Uh, I'm far <laughs> from all this. I have no idea how that works. I'm pretty sure you have Hit to Hit me up it's on like, Hannah Banana Fan <laughs> I mean, if you really think I'm funny and want to go on a date with me, you can find me. You can like DM me on Instagram or something at Hannah Ventures. Hannah Ventures, <laughs> yeah. nice. But no, literally I'm literally like, the only people listening to this is Miles, our people my that we cat, know. And people we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. The dating apps is like random. They just randomly show people. I think, um, but. Yeah, it's not that fun. How, I've been, has it, is it the same like swipe swiping and then yeah yeah hinge is more like relationship be so yeah. you have to like fill out five prompts about like random shit about yourself like and when you sign up yeah oh, okay. you like can't even make I an thought account. it was like when you like match with somebody I was like that sounds like a lot of work yeah. no you time. can't I'm gonna fill out a resume <laughs> every time I meet somebody no you have to fill out the resume to like even be on hinge you, you don't have to fill i mean you have to like say something about yourself on any app right 
Well, on Bumble, you can literally just have like pictures of yourself and no. So words. your topless uh, Malibu photo. <laughs> nice. I haven't. Put I that guarantee one on if yet. you put that on there, I'll get some instant match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. the thing is, like, I get a lot of matches, not to toot my own. Oh mind. wow! Uh, <laughs> but I'm just—I don't know. I feel like I can't. I'm not interested in like meeting any of them because I don't have any connection with them. And most of the time, when you message someone, they're just like. Hi, and it's so, so hard to have like a good to, like, Take that first step. I know. Maybe. I think I definitely should just be like, whatever. You seem boring, but maybe you're more fun like in person or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would prefer to like meet someone in person organically. Yeah, yeah. or like hard through to do a friend of a right friend now, or right? something. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Now is a horrible time to do that. <laughs> well, the bars yeah. are closed. I know. But. The only person I've like dated here was somebody from Open Table. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird situation. Yeah. I mean, it I feel like meeting people in general when you're out of college is really tough. Like I, when I moved here, I didn't know anybody. Uh I moved here and then like 3 months later my wife moved here mm-hmm. with me or not my wife, but at the time we were engaged. Yeah. Um but uh, wow. every time I went to try to like talk to somebody, be like, "Hey, that you know that person like seems like he's cool or whatever." <laughs> yeah, like it felt like I was like adult flirting, like man it's flirting. Hard with to yeah. make friends. Can yeah. like, I get your number, bro? Like you see yeah. through? Like are you trying <laughs> to get on me? Like, <laughs> like I mean, it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, and I think that it should be more of a thing. But guys don't really just go to the bar and like talk to other guys. Yeah, you know what I mean, unless yeah. there's like a football game on, and yeah, you're yeah. both at the right. bar, and you're both by yourselves, or or you're with other people, and yeah. that person joins the group, or like you're with, yeah. like, hey, I, I want you to meet my buddy, you know, Steve, uh-huh. blah blah blah. He does this, right? Um, <laughs> it, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, most most of the friends you made were through your wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a few, a few, um, because, because she, (laughs) she worked for like a bigger company. Yeah. A company that had, for you, a smaller company. So it's it's harder harder to meet people. people. It's almost like working from home where you don't meet as many people. I mean, you don't meet anyone really. Yeah. I worked in a, in a, in a smaller company that didn't really have a lot of younger people, um, my age, um, mm-hmm. to commingle with. So it was really tough. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were older, had kids. Um, that's how it was at Florida state. Yeah. Like I was by far the youngest person <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then joining open table and now so many friends at open table. Yeah. So then once you go back into, the yeah, office, I can't be- wait to go back to because yeah. also like at open table, it was just one department in our office. Um, it was just like, the sales team had an office and the support team had an office, but the office is really big downtown. And so I could meet people from like legal or all kinds of different um, departments. So I can't wait. Hopefully they open next year. I'm going to pee real quick. I'm sure they I will. Do that. Yeah, guys go just, go guys, for it. Guys, just keep talking. I, I think we're going to try to move into another subject. Ooh. I'm cracking open my, my uh, next Just beer. now I'm almost done with mine. Wow. Speedy Gonzalez They're trying to get here. me drunk because they made me take two shots before this. We did not make you do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out at this <laughs> beautiful bar that Chase created. Uh, yeah, just hanging out, having some shots, having right. some drinks. White Claws, classic White Claw, I not don't a like sponsor. White Claw. Okay. Not, not a fan. 
We don't like seltzers. Yeah. So working from home for me, I think um, it can definitely like affect your mental health a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, there's been times where I've felt a little bit lonely. Uh-huh. Luckily, I have my wife. And she is there all the time coming home, whatever. And so that's great. Um, But I can imagine for a lot of other people, um, especially not being able to go out and do a lot of things, I mean, a little bit more now, but not before, Mm -hmm. that would probably be pretty tough. And I was wondering, I think you're a good person to talk about that viewpoint. Yeah. How have you been feeling? Yeah. Um, Well, I struggle with like, three mental illnesses (laughs) really three yeah so i have anxiety depression and ocd like pretty bad but i like never really talked about it before Uh um but yeah i'm on like medication for them now so luckily i'm not like struggling super hard yeah okay so um chase is making his way back into the cast now so chase we're getting into a little bit of a mental health uh, discussion and uh, Hannah's talking about how um, how mental health has affected her life and then also uh, we'll get into how it's been well with like having to work from yeah. home and being kind of a little more isolated from people yeah and so Perfect. Hannah you were just saying that you're suffering from three different um, <laughs> three different issues if you want yeah, to get yeah. into that yeah yeah so yeah like my whole life I've basically suffered from anxiety depression and OCD um mostly anxiety and OCD and depression really like started after I moved out here um I had like a full-blown mental breakdown after I moved to Denver I don't know if anyone noticed Uh, (laughs) Sarah noticed yeah for sure (laughs) Sarah's the only person I've really talked to about this yeah Yeah. no that's good that you had someone to talk to yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah I I I I knew a little bit about about this but Uh nothing in in detail Especially the OCD part. I've, yeah. I've yeah, same. about that. Yeah, it's weird. That's why I don't like to talk about it. It's not weird. It's very normal. Yeah. Millions of Americans have yeah. the same issues. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure some of us in the room also um, experience yeah. some of those. So, yeah. yeah. I had definitely a breakdown when I moved out here. Um, I, I don't know. I just, like, totally freaked out. And it was mostly, like, physical symptoms that I was having. Um actually like uh when russell our friend came out to visit and who else was here like when we went to the renaissance fair oh yeah sarah and i were here yeah i had a mental breakdown (laughs) during that trip yeah um i was just having horrific anxiety um and i kept feeling like i was gonna like faint and stuff especially when i was driving which was bad because i've always like loved going for long drives and stuff but I couldn't drive on the highway for like a good few months after I moved out here um, without feeling like I was going to completely like pass out on the road, which is obviously terrifying. Um, But yeah, I went to like urgent care as soon as that trip was over and you guys left and I like freaked out to the urgent care person. And since then, I'm on like a couple of different medications that have, thank God, like fixed me. 
Um, but yeah, I've had, I've struggled with anxiety and like, what do you, what do you think? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. What, what, what do you think attributed to, cause it, it, it seems like you didn't have those uh-huh. reactions before you moved out here. Was yeah. it because maybe you're a single lady making a tremendous move yeah, yeah. across the country? Um, you, you know, a few people here, but yeah. not many. You're also starting a brand new job. Mm-hmm. That's very intimidating yeah. and stressful. I mean, I know change is the most frustrating and anxiety riddled thing yeah. for me, at least. Like if anything changes in my life, like outside of my routine or, I mean, I just have a hard time coping with stuff like that. So yeah, do you yeah. think it's like something related to that or something yeah. different or? I've definitely like struggled with the anxiety and the OCD like since I was a child and I can talk about that more but definitely moving out here I think just like pushed my anxiety to another level and yeah I think it was like that's really I think the first time that I've lived alone because in college and stuff I lived with Sarah and Mm -hmm. like Michael and Cole and everybody um so yeah I think maybe living alone kind of pushed it over the edge and like starting the new job and stuff too. So it's crazy. Like you, you lived alone. Mm -hmm. You'd always been, you, you'd live with your parents before that, before college. Yeah. And when you moved to college, you were living with somebody. Yeah. And then not only did you move across the country by yourself, (laughs) but you're now living by yourself with a new job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those are some pretty adult things that, um, are just kind of life changing. Yeah. It's so crazy to, even think about me doing that right now uh-huh. <laughs> um, and thankfully I had my wife yeah who came out shortly after I moved here mm-hmm. um or yeah. else I think I, I probably would have experienced some of the same yeah. things you did yeah, yeah. especially yeah like <laughs> I feel like my cat is also like my emotional support animal and I didn't have him like the first month I lived out here I left him in Florida and my family flew him to wow. me like a month oh, later yeah. so I was straight up alone which was really hard yeah um I was I was alone uh, when I moved from my first job into Melbourne Florida yeah I was alone Sarah was only a couple hours away and Mm. then my family's only a couple hours away too so it's not so bad but I can totally understand how you uh, would feel that way I mean it's just kind of uh you're bored and you're lonely and yeah and not knowing where anything was like mm-hmm. every time I tried to go somewhere when I first moved here I would get lost for like 30 minutes <laughs> trying nice. to get there yeah so. yeah it's not like the biggest city but it's big enough to where like if you're I mean you lived in Ocala uh-huh. for a large portion of yeah. your life yeah very small like two mm-hmm. mile yeah. by two mile. <laughs> <laughs> not so, not quite, but also horse capital of the world. <laughs> it is. Weird, oddly enough. Um, and then the Tallahassee, which is, you know, a little small. bit bigger. Yeah. It's still very small. Yeah. It's mostly a college town. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It was in tough. a sense. And then all the way out to Denver, which is a, almost like a mini metropolis. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's pretty big. It's a lot it's, of suburbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot so if you of live suburbs. in the suburbs. I mean, it's a long distance to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> so you you, t- you spoke a bit about OCD. Like, what kind of OCD? Yeah, it's super hard to explain it, and I think that's why I've, like, never really tried to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's just an interesting, like, mental illness. Because, like, what do you guys think of if I say I have OCD? For, to me, I think of, like, there's a TV show, I think, that, kind of goes into people with OCD and okay. it, I like what I remember from that show is it's kind of like 
you like turn the light switch on and off okay. multiple times uh-huh. you know oh, something like, like that times, yeah. yeah like to make sure it's off uh-huh. you know? my dad my dad has something where he has to count the steps yeah to the staircase that he's going down or up uh-huh um so like there's like that yeah that's actually like a pretty good thing i feel like because i feel like most people like i think ocd is one of the most like misunderstood mental illnesses because i would have thought you guys would say like it just means you want to be really clean and like keep your house in a perfect order and stuff like that's the like way it's portrayed in media and stuff yeah but no i think like what you said is more accurate like um i definitely don't think it's just like wanting to have a perfectly clean house or anything it's more like you have like intrusive thoughts like I it kind of stemmed for me when I was like a really little kid my grandma was dying of lung cancer and I think that's kind of when it started um like a traumatic event yeah I started like something washing my hands all the time and stuff because I was terrified I was gonna catch cancer from her and Mm. then ever since then I've been terrified that my parents are gonna get cancer and die and Like, even if the word, like, cancer pops into my head, I freak out. And, so like, like now. yeah, like, if I'm, it can be literally anything. Like, I think some people have specific rituals and stuff. Like, you said your dad, like, counting the stairs or something. But for me, it's kind of, like, a constant, like, everything I do. Like, if I'm brushing my hair and I, like, think a, that, like, a thought pops into my head that my parents are going to die or something, I'll just, like, keep brushing my hair until that thought, like, goes away and then... It's like a thing where you just have to keep doing the same thing over and over again until the bad thought goes away. And then you think like, okay, I feel good about this now and can move on with my life. Uh, I'm really curious. How is that around other people? Like if you're getting ready with uh, Uh another person, whatever, what do you do? I think it's better when I'm around other people. Like Mm -hmm. it's definitely easier to give in to those like rituals and stuff when you're alone because nobody's there to watch you like act fucking crazy (laughs) um so that's also like a hard thing about living alone because it's easier if like sarah's right there i'm not gonna stand there like brushing my hair for an hour um because we have places to go and like i don't want to look psycho so is that one of the physical things your ritual is brushing your hair it can it's like everything though yeah it's crazy yeah it'll be whatever you're doing at the time where if a bad thought comes into my head then i'm like i have to touch my pillow five more times until Mm -hmm. like it goes away how does does um does your cat leo does he He help with that yeah yeah Yeah. i would say so because it's almost like having another person there like he'll sit there and look at me like yeah why don't you come to bed right now instead of like standing there like I do the light switch thing sometimes too. Really? Yeah. Um, I think that having a pet is definitely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps you grounded. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if um, having some kind of partner will alleviate some of that. Yeah. I don't know. I've, like I said, I've had this since I was like a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And even like when I was with Cole and stuff, I kind of like, I've always had these thoughts and stuff. Um, I don't know. I think it's like easier to do them too when you're really comfortable around someone. Like with Cole, I think I was like did oops, I did them like more often than if I'm around just like friends or something. Because when you were with him, you would do it sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And I had such a hard time like explaining to him like what I. It's so hard to explain (laughs) because it's just like a part of everything. Yeah, it's it's a it's a function of Mm -hmm. your existence. 
in a way. Yeah. And so it to material kind of materialize that in 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 any way is 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 difficult. Yeah, I can, I can totally understand. I mean, it's it's a nuance to life, mental illness. And I think everybody has a little bit of mental illness yeah. in them. Um, and it's just expressed uh-huh. in different ways. Yeah, luckily I'm like very high functioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. None of us knew about the OCD thing. I know, I um, never really talked about it except for to Sarah. <laughs> yeah. and, and also it's good that uh, for some of the other things, you've been able to take some medicine. That yeah, well. yeah. Oh, my God. Does, so you're saying that helps? The medicine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I was, That's good. like, it helped so much with the physical symptoms I was having of anxiety. Like I said, like, my heart would just drop. Like, my heart rate would go down really quickly and stuff when I was driving on highways and is, stuff. Is that a, a panic attack? Kind of. It yeah, it was... I don't think I was having like mm-hmm. full blown panic attacks, but like, yeah, like mini panic you attacks. Feel like you're, you're like having a heart attack. Yeah, and I a was lot of people freaking ex- out. Explain it like that. Yeah. I, I've experienced similar things where mm-hmm. my anxiety will spike, and I have to like, like I remember the first real one I had was in the dorms oh, at yeah. Florida State, and um, my heart would start pounding out of my chest. Yeah, I'd I'd feel like I need to gasp for air. Yeah, like I couldn't like breathe or something and i had to go and pace the hallways in my dorm yeah yeah um, and uh and i i remember hearing about something similar i'm like oh, this must be what a panic uh-huh. attack is <laughs> yeah um, and ever since then i'm like yeah i guess i have to mm-hmm. grapple with this anxiety yeah. somehow i got lucky with like the people i worked with at open table too like my friend mia who you guys know um also has bad anxiety and stuff and like a couple other of my coworkers like really encouraged me to go like see a doctor because mm-hmm. it was happening like really bad at work um like just feeling like I was gonna pass out and stuff and yeah now I'm on like a beta blocker to help my heart rate and stuff and an antidepressant which also fixes anxiety so yeah, yeah. is there something that you've done outside of medicine that you think has helped as well yeah I think um like meditation is really helpful I should do that more often but I think just like I'm also very into like spirituality and stuff and like learning about that kind of thing puts my mind at ease and then I also um got really into yoga when I first moved out here and that helped a lot too and now I just yoga (laughs) goat yoga all the kinds of yoga um yeah any kind of like exercise is super helpful too i think i was going to say um i've heard that a rigorous workout Mm -hmm. um and a daily routine is uh, very efficient into yeah cutting down on some of the anxiety yeah i think workouts yeah and like workouts and even like traveling and stuff like anything that makes you have to move through things quickly is really helpful for my OCD at least because I'm like I have to do this like burpee and then these jumping jacks and stuff Mm -hmm. and you don't have time to like fuck around with OCD like thoughts so that's helpful yeah it it occupies your yeah anything that like makes your mind keep moving forward I think that's like the beauty of routine in Mm -hmm. general um and that kind of also just falls into OCD in general like in in a way because what you described and what a lot of people described is like they almost create these routines in their Uh their head yeah Um, so anything to like mm -hmm. force you to not do that is good has it been worse since you've been working at home 
OCD? Not really. I feel like um, like the medications and stuff I'm on now, I told like the doctor that I was struggling with OCD too. And she was like, this is a specific kind of medicine that can help with that too. So I feel like ever since I've started on those, like I've been at a pretty good level. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's definitely not gone, but I can kind of like push myself. I can be like, okay, I recognize that these are like crazy thoughts <laughs> and move past it more easily. Yeah. That's great. What about, um, for the anxiety does watching or not watching the news help or oh my god not watching <laughs> no yeah i would think so right yeah i when like covid was i have really bad health anxiety like like i said it started with like my grandmother stuff. passing away from cancer mm-hmm. and i can focus in so hard on like if anything feels weird about my body I'm like I'm fucking dying um so I have super bad health anxiety and yeah like I remember when COVID was first a thing like I would spend hours on Twitter reading like the different headlines and stuff about it and that was a very bad idea yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of I've had like fake news the first like couple of months yeah. yeah the first like couple of months of lockdown and everything I had to like really limit myself to only watch like 30 minutes of news and then I had to cut myself off. Otherwise I just like start spiraling. It's it's Mm -hmm. crazy. Like, and, and I want to talk about this more in length on another podcast. Um, but globalization of the news networks and social media and all that, I think, um, is really attributed to a mass mental health issue in, in America and also just around the world. I mean, I, I've deleted a lot of a uh, lot of uh, uh-huh. notification type um, apps like CNN, the Times, yeah, yeah. from my phone because I just I I can't take the constant like I don't need to know what's happening oh my in, God. in Portland. Yeah. It's bad every fucking hour on the hour. Like I don't need to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Like yeah. let me just do me. Yeah, yeah, you gotta and, just and live in my own. Like we like hu- a lot of people say humans were only meant to kind of coincide and, and, and live in, in groups of like a hundred people. Uh-huh. Um, that's where they think that we've flourished the most in terms of like mental health. Yeah. Guys. Obviously like globalization of science world. and information is great because we can share information at, at, at an instant, but I don't need to know that there was a mass shooting in uh-huh. across the world and, and live with that yeah, anxiety. That. I mean, it, it's, it, it's the, yeah. The information at the fingertips for for I can't imagine it ha- being like a 10 year old and having an iPhone yeah. and having having the the burden it's of this constant. information yeah. at my fingertips. Right. I mean, I knowing myself, I would be an emotional and anxiety wreck. Yeah. yeah, because before it was like when like when we were younger, if there was a school shooting or, yeah. uh, you know, a, like really bad thing that happened, we probably wouldn't hear about it. Unless it was like a friend told us because they yeah. heard it from their parents or something, um, but we wouldn't just see it on TikTok no. or see it on uh, whatever <laughs> yeah, like Twitter, whatever media. it is. Yeah, and now now you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I mean I can think back like when I when COVID was starting too. Yeah. I mean I think it's good to be informed. So yeah. like you have to look. You ha- kind of have to like read some news or some information yeah, here and yeah. there. But I, I mean, I was like kind of obsessed with it, I would say. Like we watched all the White House yeah, briefings, same. all of everything. <laughs> and 
I also was really into how the stock market was oh, yeah. going um, because oh God, I was yeah, like really concerned. Yeah, I was yeah. really concerned about like our jobs and uh-huh. the economy and stuff. And then there was a certain point where I was like, okay, uh, it, this has been a while now. Um, <laughs> we have to cut ourselves yeah, off. I, yeah, I think I'll maybe like not watch this one. Also, Trump kind of got on my nerves. Oh my so I had to stop watching the White House <laughs> stuff. Um, and then I, like, I've been a lot happier since then. I know, and yeah, I'm not any worse off. I yeah, exactly. You don't need, it's not your responsibility to worry about mm-hmm. the woes of the world. And I cannot express this enough. And I def, like I said, I want to talk about this more because I think it's super important to understand and to practice some form of limiting yourself from social media, yeah. limiting yourself from the news in any kind of fashion. Because I think a lot of people, including like like we just talked about yeah. ourselves, um, it's driving a lot of anxiety. Um, it's driving a lot of depression. I mean, I, I can't tell you how, I mean, I cut myself from a lot of this early, like months ago. Yeah. And, you know, from time to time, I still want to be an informed citizen. So I'll go on to like some news. I try to make it as local as possible yeah. or as independent as possible. But that's literally like the most stressful part of my day is checking in to the world yeah it's yeah literally crazy. like that's literally i'm not i'm not joking that mm-hmm. is the most stressful part of my day and that's ridiculous to say like that shouldn't be that way yeah yeah especially especially when you want there to be good news and you're excited so mm-hmm. you're thinking like i'm gonna check the news and it's gonna be something good and then <laughs> and it's, it's usually not. not because it's yeah. sensationalized or it's just bad news in general yeah. yeah and then you just feel bad the rest of the day well it's 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 news with in, mo- in many cases with an agenda and the, the right. agenda mm-hmm. is to get you upset yeah and that gives more gets more clicks i mean mm-hmm. this topic has been fucking beaten to death yeah, on, yeah. on podcasts and and other shows in general and um, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, um, but it, it's true, and 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 I have some pretty <laughs> darn good real world uh, experience to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it's so frustrating, and yeah. I, I wish it was different. I don't know the answer, so I can't give any constructive feedback to the, <laughs> situ- the situation. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's a lot of issues with the world, <laughs> but uh, truth. I'm glad that things have gotten better Thanks. for you. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that those, you have those struggles that really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good if other people want to listen to this podcast yeah. and they hear some things that you've done I know. to help yourself. Yeah. Especially like, I feel like OCD is not talked about very much. Like everybody mm-hmm. is like, I'm anxious and depressed, yeah. but nobody talks about that. I totally agree. Yeah. Like I, like the way I've thought about it. I mean, you're the first person I've, that I think I've known with yeah, OCD yeah. or a, a severe case of uh-huh. it. So I've always thought of it as like, it's pretty rare. Like uh-huh. not many yeah. people have it. I feel it. like so many people probably have it mm-hmm. and don't ever speak about it. Do you think being a only child has attributed yes. to some <laughs> <laughs> all of your problems? <laughs> yeah, because I do. Because like I said, like I've had like a lot of my scary thoughts are about losing my parents and mm. It's because they're the only family I have. Like, yeah. I don't have any siblings or anything to lean on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, are I've you close to any other 
um, I won't say immediate, but like cousins, uncles. Not aunts. really. Yeah. Uh-uh. I have really my other closest family members are like an aunt and uncle that also moved to Florida a little bit after my parents did, but like the rest of my family's all spread out around the Midwest and stuff. And yeah, I never really was very close with like cousins or anything. Well, you have the lucky duck. I know I have. Yeah. And all you listeners out there and watchers, <laughs> you're also a part of this family. Yeah. You are the family. Yeah. yeah. So if you're feeling lonely out there, <laughs> stay tuned. Keep listening. You're a part of our extended family. Yes, you guys are definitely my family. (laughs) Subscribe. Smash that like button. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, mental illness is something that that America will have to deal Mm. with um, eventually. I don't think that, I don't think that the administrations or there's not a lot of public service um, initiatives to deal or grapple with the amount of mental illness. Um, It's almost a um, epidemic of its own in America. I mean, and I think it, a large part of the homeless population problems in California and even Denver, Texas, um, mm-hmm. can be largely attributed to mental illness. Yeah. And yeah. ever since the Reagan administration uh, closed uh, and cut all funding to mental institutes and pushed yeah. almost every single but every single one of those people out into the streets, mm-hmm. um, we have seen just a tremendous uptick in homeless population. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also really uh, upsetting when you hear people who are leading your country um, or representing your country, yeah. or the people you're supposed to look up to, who say that people who suffer from those things are losers. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's <laughs> really disappointing and super unpresidential. Yeah. I mean, if that's it, a word. Yeah, I think people like to pretend that like you should just always act like you're strong and yeah. mighty and whatever. Um, but I mean, people are people and they yeah. feel the way they feel. I think so. it's important to be vulnerable. Yeah. When you had a problem and you were feeling faint yeah, and yeah. you knew that you that something was wrong with you, yeah. you sought help, mm-hmm. right? And help was given to you. Yeah. A lot of people don't, don't have, have access it's to It's a privilege. Yeah. That you it's have. literally a privilege. And so I think we need to really think about our duty yeah. to provide health uh-huh. benefits or just help in general to mm-hmm. people who don't have it because i think like you said you felt privileged yeah. that you were able to do that 100%. you have health care you yeah. were able to go a lot of people don't have access to that and even having like a supportive like network and stuff like i told my parents like i mm-hmm. think i'm dying <laughs> ever yeah. since i moved out here and they're like go to urgent care <laughs> There's a lot of people don't have that 30 plus million americans yeah. right now that do not have health care mm-hmm. insurance yeah, and it's horrible. Are, do not have the ability to do what you yeah, did yeah. to combat your illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can only imagine what would have happened if yeah. you, did, you didn't have oh my God. access yeah. to that type that of care. Rough. And I think that, uh, like, no matter how you stand on the subject, I think there's kind of like a middle ground you can stand on mm-hmm. because you have to think. Like, even if you don't believe it's your responsibility to take care of other people you have to think about like what's the cost like what's the total cost of this if we let people uh 
like fall ill to these illnesses yeah. and become homeless or whatever versus like just treating them yeah. and helping them um it may be a lot cheaper you know yeah, um, definitely not to be insensitive to it but like to try to provide a an argument to yeah, the people 100%. who don't believe that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's definitely a sensitive subject and not not one that a lot of people like talking about so thank you for um yes talking about it <laughs> yeah. um you know it, it's it's obviously a lot of courage to do that it's, yeah. it's not something that many people are willing to do um but i i did want to circle back to real quick before we kind of wrap this up uh-huh. i wanted to confess something to you oh my god what is it <laughs> chase is in love with you oh my god Danny, I... watch out Danny's <laughs> like you can have him <laughs> Miles and I, <laughs> oh, no. when oh, no. we knew you were going to be on the podcast oh, no. about a month ago, oh, no. <laughs> created a fake Hinge account <laughs> oh, yeah. talking to you, <laughs> pretending to date you for about a month now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So our name we is are Gerald. <laughs> Gerald Smith? Is that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit, it's the wrong Hannah. Oh, <laughs> never heard of him. Fuck. She's like, I'm, I would never date somebody named Gerald. Gerald? <laughs> like, Wait, fuck that name. Trevor? John? Never heard of oh, him. Ah, fuck. I think we've been wasting our time. Yeah. I'm probably waiting on the wrong person. Oh, my Oops. God. It's okay. <laughs> this was totally worth it. <laughs> I learned a lot. I'm just saying. I, I learned, learned how to use Hinge. Yeah. 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 Not that it'll help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for being yes. on our Thanks for third having me. podcast. Officially. I'll be on every month if you want. Yes. I think <laughs> you passed the test. We'll have Yay. you on again eventually. I have so much Fine. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about a lot of things. Uh-huh. Lots of Colorado things, yeah. woman things, topless yes. pictures, <laughs> There's mental so much illness. To, so much to touch on. It's true. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, thank everybody. You. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Catch us next time. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on all the social meds. <laughs> At the Lucky Duck. At the Lucky Duck. Till next time.